Hi there, and welcome to Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Berry. I'm a stress resilience expert and life coach on a mission to help you transform stress, anxiety, and burnout into a powerful force for renewed energy, calm confidence, and joyful success in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello, welcome to a very, very special edition of Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy. I'm so excited and actually nervous for this episode because I am sharing some really leading edge science things that are really revolutionary and groundbreaking. The reason why I'm sharing this information is because it has within it the potential to radically shift your life, for you to radically step into the power that you've been born with as the creator of your experience. I've spent the last 26 episodes talking about the power of your mind. So last week was emotions as energy. And today we're taking that further. This is part two of that series, which I didn't know was going to be a series until earlier this week, when I realized this was a message that needed to be shared, that this was a truth that I no longer was willing to contain, because this was a truth that was really meant to liberate people. And so I am presenting this information in a way that aligns with not just my own personal experience, but aligns with the experience of my clients. And because this information has come to light and because it is so fundamentally important, I believe to the body of work that's being created here and to the body of work that will liberate you, this is why I'm sharing it here with you today. I want us to talk about emotions as energy and take it a little bit further In episode one, I spoke about how our emotions are our actual internal energy, and they can be a sign of how we're using that energetic reservoir and how our stressful emotions become signals for us to pay attention in a new way, that they end up being huge, incredible expenditures of energy that we want to be directing towards what it is that we want to create in our lives. We don't want to be wasting that energy. And in part two, I want to talk a little bit about how emotions emit a signal into the field around us and why that's important, why that matters to how it is that we experience our own personal reality. So I want you to just do your own thought experiment with me, if you will. And just imagine yourself back in a situation where you weren't looking at the door, but you immediately felt the emotional energy of somebody that walked into the room, whether they were incredibly angry and pissed off or whether they were overjoyed with love and excitement and enthusiasm. So just bring yourself to that place where you can recognize that this is a phenomenon that exists. Once you've been able to just sort of establish, right, that our emotions are emitting a field, they're sensed, there's a sense that we can recognize in the emotions of another person, an emotional contagion, right? We know that is a very real phenomenon, 
that when we're in a community of people that are very stressed, we ourselves feel stressed and vice versa. When we're in a community of people that are really connected to love, joy, happiness, appreciation, we feel that within ourselves. And so we are emotional beings. We are emotional sensing beings. And what's really interesting to me is as I've been working in this field, in this space, I become increasingly interested in how it is that we create our reality, not just as an internal state of being, but how far does that extend beyond us? And what I've come to discover in the work with my clients and the work with myself is that as I do this inner work, as I do the thought work, thoughts being really the language of the brain, and as I do this emotional body work where I move my set point of emotions which used to be consumed in stress, which is highly addictive. It ends up being a very easily perpetuated pattern of being. And that when we're in a state of being, when we have thoughts, when we have emotions, it's that our emotions become a set point in the body that then drives back thoughts to the brain. And so we end up in these sort of cyclical patterns of thinking and feeling or thought and emotions. We end up in these habituated patterns and these habit patterns become largely unconscious. We're a habit forming species. It's a model of efficiency. It serves us really well in appropriate circumstances, like getting yourself to work or getting your morning routine started, right? You don't have to really have too much conscious effort to know that it's time to get out of bed and wash your face, brush your teeth, shower up, what have you. Habits are a model of efficiency. And we want to be aware of our habits because in so many ways, they become unconscious patterns that keep us actually tethered to our past. And if you want your future to be any different than your past, then we want to get really curious about the stressful habit patterns that are in our thoughts and in our emotions, because not only do these define our state of being. They dictate so much of our lives internally and externally. I want to look at this from sort of three lenses. I want to look at health. This, I'm a physician. It's in my blood, so to speak. I am incredibly interested in the health of people. I want to look at our overall state of well-being, our levels of happiness and joy. And I care very much about the human potential piece which is how it is that we become the creators of the success and create greater success in our lives that goes beyond anything we've experienced thus far. So I want to talk in these three spheres because these are my three great passions for the human experience and why thoughts and emotions are so critical to these three things. So when we talk about health, a lot of people talk about genes and our genetic expression. And what we now know is that truly more than 95% of what we call genetic, I'm putting that in air quotes here, genetic diseases, yes, it's because there's biomarkers in the DNA, but those biomarkers are activated based on the stress that the individual is experiencing based on the stress-based hormones and proteins that need to be generated within us. Think of you as an ecosystem, as a multi-system organism. 
And epigenetics tells us that the environment is influencing the genes. And what I want you to understand is that the environment of your gene, the environment of the cell is actually your internal environment. The outside of the cell is the inside of your body. And so when we're in a stressed state, when we're engaged in habitual patterns of stressful thinking and feeling, we are bathing these cells of our body in acidic environments, inflammatory-based environments that are then meant to produce stress-related hormones and proteins that then perpetuates the cycle. Much of this is inherited. So much of this is conditioned into us from the time that we're in utero until adulthood right now, until this very moment. We're being conditioned. The brain is constantly being shaped and molded by experience. And as life, it apparently is becoming a more stressful experience for us. And it's because we don't have a nervous system optimized to manage the stress. We don't have conscious awareness of our thoughts and our emotional states so that we can shift out of these stressful habits and into more resilience-based thought patterns, and emotional states that end up being regenerative, fueling, and move the metabolic activity, shift the genetic expression of every cell of the body so that it's producing regeneration, it's producing actually resilience, regenerative growth-based proteins and hormones that allow us to thrive as an ecosystem, as a sophisticated multi-system organism. Okay, so this is how this is how our emotions become incredible feedback for us to understand the inner state that we're creating that ends up altering our genetic expression, the genetic makeup of who we are, the health of our being. Now let's move into the well-being sphere. Like where do emotions fall in that? Well, that's a pretty obvious one, right? Like if our emotions are stressful ones, where we're consumed in anger, fear, resentment, disappointment, frustration, overwhelm, then that becomes our mood. Over time, that becomes a temperament. Over time, that becomes a personality. And so as we entertain more stressful conditions for prolonged or chronic periods of time, we change. We start thinking more stressful thoughts. The body becomes conditioned to stressful hormones and proteins. We become cantankerous, ornery, grumpy, cynical, critical, not because that's who we want to be, not because that's who we aspire to be, but that that is who we have to be in this biochemical makeup. So we want to then, again, use our emotions, this energetic signature as a signal to pay attention to what it is that we're thinking, what it is that we're feeling. And I also want you to think about this in terms of you creating your own experience of success in your life. So in the earlier thought experiment, you were able to connect to the truth that there's an energetic signature to emotional energy, that you can feel that when somebody walks in the room. You've had this experience. I'm confident. I'm certain that you have. If you're alive and you're listening to this and you're a human, you've had the experience of sensing somebody's emotional energetic field. And all biological systems emit and respond to electromagnetic energy. So we have something like 45 miles of nervous system wiring in our body. That's fascinating. 
And that's all emitting an electrical charge. It's actually how the nervous system works. It, it, it's an energy conductor. We actually measure the signal transduction in neurons in millivolts. So this is an electrical circuit. And our emotions are actually emitting a magnetic field. So we are electromagnetic emitting and sensing organisms. What's really fascinating about this is I'm reminded of the work of Albert Einstein, who said the field is the sole governing agency of the particle. So when we're talking about the influence that we have on the particles, the atoms that make up matter that's around us, it is actually through this electromagnetic field. This electromagnetic field that we're emitting is carrying information, valuable information. And what's very interesting about this is that as we become more coherent, a skill that I'm obsessed with, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> as we become more coherent and we reach for higher coherent states, our electromagnetic field increases. Now, this might not mean anything to you until we match it with the, the idea that that wave pattern, that that frequency is actually imprinting the field with valuable information. And that when we have a pure intention set on this coherent wave pattern, well, my friends, magnificent things happen. And they're happening in my life and they're happening in the lives of my clients. And I want them happening in yours. We are so much more powerful than we ever thought possible. Your thoughts, your emotions, not just fuel your life, they inform it and they inform your surroundings. So many of us live our lives in a pattern that we've inherited that's actually been imprinted upon us from our childhood, from our conditioning and those closest to us, from the conditioning that we've received from those closest to us, from the society within which we live, from the culture within which we function and live and work and play. What's really important about this is becoming more conscious, raising our level of awareness. And when we do that, we also want to do that with so much curiosity and compassion because it's really easy for this work to get turned into sort of a shame and blame game. And awareness is never meant to be that. It's always meant to be a tool for liberation, a journey towards truth, freedom, love. And we just keep stepping one foot at a time, one step closer to truth, freedom, joy, love. Because on this journey, we become the creators of our own experience. And we do so by choosing the thoughts and the emotions that coincide with the future we want to live. And we choose to do that now. I work with a lot of clients and it has been my own experience that it's really easy to get stuck in the thought and emotional patterns of the past. And what I have discovered that when we get coherent, when we achieve a rebalancing of the nervous system, we gain access to the critical regions of the brain that allow us to shift our thoughts and our emotional states. This is revolutionary. When we're stuck in the survival brain, the stressed brain, we don't have access to this capacity. We don't have access to our ability to shift thoughts or to shift emotions. And when you realize what I'm really saying here, which is that you're not only the creator of your own internal experience, which you 100% are, you've been ordained, you have been given this divine gift 
to not be ruled by what is outside of you, but to rule internally. You are sovereign. You are a sovereign being with incredible power to determine how it is that you want to think and you want to feel based on your intentions, based on your highest values, commitments, and goals in your life. You have this power. And then when you realize that this not only affects your life, the way that you show up, the way that you behave, the way that you act, the way that you react, or the way that you enact, and that that determines the results of your lives. And then you combine this with the understanding that not only are you showing up differently in your life, but that you inform the field of what it is that you want. You realize that the law of attraction isn't just something that is happening. You realize you're informing it. You're guiding it with your thoughts, with your emotional energy. And so we start practicing that now. I'm a huge fan of a process I call visioneering which is where we engineer the vision. I might be sharing that in another episode, or I might be keeping that for my clients and my students because it's powerful. It's that we become conscious engineers of the vision of ourselves in the future. And when we do that, we engage with a thought and an emotional state of our future and we anchor into it. And this is a process you can use in your own life. I am not the first person to talk about visualization and I will not be the last. And so you can do this process yourself, with yourself, for yourself in your own life. But when we are creating from the state of frustration and anger and resentment, we lose our creative power. This is a really interesting fact. We call those emotional states low coherent states because they create incoherence in the brain, very erratic brainwave patterns when we're experiencing stressful emotions or we're engaged in stressful thought patterns that then lead to those stressful emotions. And then those stressful emotions are driving back more stressful thoughts. It becomes a very vicious loop. So to break free of that, we want to get coherent. When we're coherent, it shifts our electromagnetic field. An incoherent brain leads to an incoherent electromagnetic field signature. We now know that the electromagnetic field of a human being, when they're in a low coherent state, when they're feeling stressful emotions is contracted. It measures approximately three meters. What we know is that when we're coherent, when we're in high emotionally coherent states, the electromagnetic field expands more than three, four, even five times the field of one who is incoherent or in a low coherent state. This is fascinating to me that when we are in our most resilient, when we are connected to emotions like appreciation, joy, love, when we are connected to those high coherent emotional states, we have a greater influence on the field around us. We become a larger imprinting force. This, of course, has evolutionary biological significance, that we have less of an impact on the nervous systems of those around us, on the biofields of the organisms and the beings around us. When we're angry, pissed off, frustrated, overwhelmed, anxious, we end up consumed in that energy, but others are protected. This is not lost on me. It's a fascinating fact that we are meant to thrive and that we are meant to thrive together, that when one of us is thriving, when one of us is emitting a strong, coherent signature of joy, love, appreciation, that extends further, that reaches more nourishing to the organisms around it that need it. Be that 
Be that in your home, be that for yourself, be that in your work, be that for your clients, for your patients, for your colleagues, be that and become the most powerful influence. Be the source of imprinting your field. The particles around you are responding. Einstein knew this a long time ago. I'm just finally catching up a little bit. (laughs) And now you are too. Everything that happens within us, there is a universe within us. We do not have to live addicted to the past or repeating the patterns of the past. We have been given everything we need to be the powerful creators of our now and the powerful creators of our future. And we do so by liberating ourselves in our mind, in our body, as we step into a new future. This is such exciting work. I think this is the most exciting work of my life. I'm so happy to be sharing it with you. I am so interested to see where this research takes us as a community, as a collective, as a human collective consciousness, that we are here to elevate and advance one another. This is the leading edge. We're here. We're dancing it together. I'm so delighted that you're here. I can't wait to explore more of this leading edge science with you. And I am so excited at the idea of you bringing this more fully into your life and stepping into your role as the powerful creator of your own health, your own happiness, your joyful success in this life. This is a fascinating, amazing time to be alive. I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear from you. Oh, and I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that we're taking this and we're going epic with it in the SMART program. Join us, join the wait list, get on it. The window for registration is open for something like 48 hours before we go live. I would love to see you in there where we embrace our humanness. We embrace our humanity and we take it further than it's ever been before. This is the leading edge of human potential and human possibility. And we're dancing there together. I absolutely love you. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If what you heard here was helpful, do me a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts and give it a glowing five-star review. This allows more people to find the show and that truly helps create a better world for us all. Thanks again for being here and for being part of my community. I so appreciate you. I'm sending you all the love and all the power so you can live your best life yet. I'll connect with you again soon.